Welcome to Namecast. So a whole crowd of people were behind me, watching me, Kevin. Mm-hmm. And I grab onto the rock. My hands are slippery. And I pull on it real hard. I punch myself right in the mouth. <laughs> nice. I swear, my lips started bleeding. <laughs> it, it should be dried up by now. But if I'm talking with a lisp today, that's exactly what went down. Nice. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Namecast. My name is Nathan. And beside me, we have my co-host, Kevin. Yes. D- wait, did we do that intro last time? I don't, know if we uh, I don't did. Know. Anyway, we're a weekly podcast that posts, well, weekly. Wow. <laughs> I know. Weird. We talk about indie games and everything like that. And this week, Kev, we're doing Gone Home. Mm-hmm. Mm. That old Gone Home action is a horror game? I don't know. Listen, go play for yourself. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Last yeah. week, we played Hollow Knight. And next week, we're going to be playing um, game. The uh, game. Are we doing the car game? Uh, we're doing the car game. The car game is yeah. called... Oh, oh man. crap! Why did we I mess this up so bad? I, I want to say Crash Royale now, but that's not it's what not it Crash is. It's not Crash Royale. It's a game. <laughs> anyway, we got a bunch of other stuff to talk about this week. We're mm-hmm. talking about. Um, listen, Kevin's gonna look something up, and then we're let's. It's. I'm not gonna say it's a garbage truck on fire because I don't want to steal everything from kind of funny, but it's like kind of that sometimes. And what we're gonna also gonna be talking about is the Steam Direct. The price they have is a hundred dollars. And that's interesting. That's something we want to talk mm-hmm. about. Cabal Space Pro- Program being acquired by Take-Two Interactive. We got Monument Valley coming out. Wait, what? It already came out. Monument Valley 2 is out? Go away with ya. Boom. I know. Xbox One Scorpio dev kit and our wild E3 speculations. What do we got for the name of the game, Kev? It's called Danger Zone. Danger Zone! So next week, (laughs) we are playing Danger Zone. And if you want, you can play that ahead of time and Mm -hmm. get into the action, get into the conversation. Now with Gone Home, I'm going to let you know we are not going to get into spoilers until we say we are going to do so. But Kevin, that's that's down the line. In the future, that is future Nathan and Kevin's problems. Right now, we got to talk about their past problems going through time in a segment we call housekeeping what are you up to um it's a weird way to say that i've been sick which has had some effect on the channel content stuff yep namely dark souls Didn't being happen. delayed like but a full it week is happening yep yep and this podcast being delayed today yes um i, I can mostly talk again now you might might hear the occasional cough through the talking show. has returned yeah and yeah, I think I'm I think I'm alive again. Yeah. Which is nice. Um, but during my sick time, didn't do too awful much except fucking finish Persona five. Tell him the hour count. I had like hundred and five hours on the save file, which is probably closer to hundred hours of actually playing. That's nuts. So I worked it out. I worked <laughs> out the math on that. You played for twenty nine days. Yeah. And you got 105 hours. Now, if we're just talking about pure time, that's 15% of that time. But you sleep. You go to work. So out of your like free time, as in time you're not sleeping or working, that's 30%. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. About three hours a day. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot. Played a lot so of now, Persona. I know you're going to do a full video breakdown thing. <laughs> Whole shabamble. Yeah. But what it, what's your what's your Coles notes here? What's it? Do you recommend this game to people? What's the what's the verdict, Kev? Um, I I would highly recommend this game. Okay. And I I don't know how much like personal like taste it is. I feel like okay. there's a good little bit in there because like I've definitely heard some complaints from some people about the game, which are valid, but like just don't don't really matter to to me. Right. 
to my own tastes. Um, but I don't know. I freaking love the game as you know, it can be attested by spending a hundred hours on it. So rapidly clearly enjoyed it. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. Like that style of RPG, like the JRPG type style, like nor- normally they're super high on my list of genres that I enjoy the shit out of. Right. But I enjoyed the shit out of this game. <laughs> And, you know, it has a lot of the classic JRPG things, but, like, I don't know. I just love how smoothly and stylish the game does absolutely everything. Um, story, like, was very happy how it panned out, the whole whole spiel of it. And, like, you know, the fact that they could make a story last 100 hours. like That's impressive. nuts. Yep, pretty nuts. Music r- never really got tiring. There was maybe one... one uh, castle palace thing that was a little the little long not the great on the music okay but uh everything else i freaking loved and yeah i think well we'll have to redo the uh, top 100 list and this one's definitely gonna land pretty freaking high for me i don't know if we're gonna redo our whole full top 100 list all like nine hours of podcast oh, just yeah. for uh, one game update yeah. them anyways yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice man so uh what else nothing else that's pretty much the shebang of her uh yeah that's that's pretty much all i've uh, I've accomplished at all fair enough man (laughs) um yeah so me uh i haven't been playing games much i uh eh, kind of a busy time of year for me right now just a little bit what have i been doing oh i got a road bike since last time yeah kind of a road bike it's a touring bike i intend to go a lot of places with it. Uh, this month, I'm actually raising money for charity. So I'm biking a thousand kilometers in the month of June to raise money to uh, fight a kid with cancer. I mean, fight kids' cancer. Sorry, that's <laughs> that's what I meant to say. And uh, yeah, so I'm doing that. I'm gonna put a link down in the description of this video if you want to go donate to that or whatever. Don't feel obliged to at all. I just figured I would toss it out there before, you know. To help me fight a kid. I mean, fight kids' cancer. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's terrible. It's not a funny <laughs> joke. Not funny. No, um, like like our show. <laughs> no, uh, so yeah, I've been doing that. I um, But now, see, I'm biking on the roads. Because I biked a lot last year, and I talked about it. I was on the, the trails. trails. Yeah. It's it's a whole different ball game, man. Did you know that there's these things called hills? And they <laughs> suck. Yes, yes, they do. Holy shamoly. I did about 50 kilometers today. I went down, uh, if you know Prince Edward Island, our beautiful island, Anne's Island, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I went down to Brackley Beach. Yeah. Went all up along there, Dalvey by the sea, went around, back down through York, in and about. So it was about 50K. It was good. It was hilly. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was fun. But man. I have realized there is a demon inside of me, and I didn't know it. Oh, really? I'm not a very angry guy in a lot of situations, and I didn't know anything could drive me to want to fight someone or to <laughs> to, to punch someone, you know? Mm-hmm. But drivers, oh my God, the anger that swells up inside of me when I think someone is too close, I'm like, yeah, pull over. I hope you pull over. Like, that's what I'm saying <laughs> in my head of like, I hope he does it because I want to kick the crap out of this guy. <laughs> like, that's that's exactly where my head goes because, I don't know, man, you see some people and they like come right up on you and then like you kind of look in their back mirror and you see they're on your phone and you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to kill you. Like, it just, it ticks you off so much or it does for me at least. It just like, it awakens this urge to just 
beat the crap out of someone. It's like, why are you doing this? Like, you could kill me. Yeah. I don't know. Drives me nuts. I did. I didn't know anything. Anything tickled me in quite that way. But apparently, that does. <laughs> um, so what else we been doing? So yeah, I got the new bike. That's sweet. Stoked on that. Other than that, man. Oh, jeez. Uh, I don't know. I've been climbing a bunch. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's fun to do stuff. Oh, I made up that uh, casual video that people seem to enjoy, which is good. Yeah, three I'm, indie games. Yeah, check man. Uh, yeah, go check it out on... Uh, okay, now, something I want to talk about for our channel, too. Go check it out on our channel. But we are one sub away, people, as of recording this right From now. From 100. Now, the thing about 100, see, we don't push for the sub for sub or any of that. Like, even if you see it in the comments, we always dissuade against it, and that's something we never do. And I think it's part of the reason why we have a low sub count comparatively to other channels that i've seen are like why you have such a low sub count i'm like well we get the same amount of views as you so eh, (laughs) don't know um honestly that number's not really there for us you know it just means that people enjoy our content and that more people want to see it Mm -hmm. so if we have a low sub count not uh, count i assume that's because maybe we're not doing the best content you know maybe we're not doing the best things that's that's what i take from it so i think we're just getting better we're getting more content. And a big thing about it too is pushing out to socials and all that other crap. Yeah. There's a lot of crap involved for sure. But I think we've been making much better content. So we've been getting more subs. Mm-hmm. And we've been collaborating with other people and putting ourselves out there a little more. Um, but anyway, the reason why 100 is such an important number to us because then we can finally get our custom URL. Yeah. So then we can say to people, go to YouTube.com slash Namecast. Well, slash C slash Namecast. Slash C? Or slash channel. Or slash uh, you okay. or slash you or whichever yeah, one yeah, you yeah, want. Whatever it is. It just needs to have a thing in there. Yeah. So we're, which is much better than youtube.com slash Yeah. <laughs> that one's not an easy one to say to people. So yeah. So I'm really just excited to finally get that so that we can then share on other platforms. And I expect significant growth since then, which is nice. Yeah. And going to be good. So, you know, if you want, if you're interested in subbing to the channel, if you're not already, or if, like, let's say you listen to the audio podcast and just, you know, the sub would be nice. <laughs> if you want to watch the odd video, that's great, too. Yeah. We do more content than just this YouTube, uh, this uh, podcast every mm-hmm. week. We also do a Let's Play and some other video. Basically, we do three videos a week. They come out normally Monday, Wednesday, Friday. This week, we're doing the podcast on a Thursday because Kevin was sick. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's the whole shebang, Kev. Now, I just want to jump right into the topics because we got a lot of stuff to go over here, Kev. Yeah. Steam Direct. Hear about this? Know about this? Replace the oh, Greenlight yeah. so program. We, we talked about the, like, yep. the Greenlight program being shut down before yep. and their new plan with Steam Direct or whatever. And like originally, they said like... One hundred dollars to five thousand dollars, but yep. we're thinking five hundred. I guess we finally came to a decision of one hundred dollars. Yes, one fifth of the the amount that they were thinking. Now I think so. Now let's be clear on what this this number means. So mm-hmm. you pay this amount to then get your game put onto Steam Direct. Yes. Yeah. So you're paying a hundred dollar fee. Boom. Then you can put your game on Steam. Yep. Okay. I think it's too low. Yeah, they just I, I get, they they said like they just couldn't um justify it being like 500 instead of 100. Like why didn't they put it as low as possible, you know? And I guess they were just favoring, you know, more on there and Okay. I don't know, we'll see like what is that magic number that you're dissuading cash in games and I don't know, I guess they have the stats for that, 
And if they couldn't point out that, hey, if we're above 300, then we know that these cash-in reskin games aren't going to appear in the store. Right. But, like, they, they weren't able to do that. So they just put it as low as 100. So I don't know. Maybe maybe 100 is enough for, you know, to dissuade those people from Well, I have reason to believe games. 100 is not. Now, correct me if I'm wrong in this, because you work in the mobile market. Is it not $100 for the App Store? For you can put anything you want on the App Store after paying $100. And you have to pay it every year. Oh, okay, so you can do multiple games for the $100. Yeah. Okay, this because is different because you have to pay $100 for every game, game you put onto Steam through Steam Direct. And once your game makes $100, they recoup that cost for you or something oh. like that. Maybe it was $1,000 and they recoup you the $100. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that was it, so... You know, they have incentive to make that money back. Yeah. Obviously. And yeah, they're they're giving the money back to people who just should have been on Steam without some sort of fee. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. So if you're not producing garbage, ideally. Right. Okay. Now, I don't know. We had this debate before, and you came down on the side of, you know, more games is better. Mm. Are you still of that mindset with this for Steam? Yeah, I think so. Um, sad truth is, like, Steam is almost monopolistic. Yeah. As far as, like, game sales go. So, I, I think if they're a little more on the inclusive side, that's probably better than being a little more exclusive for as long as there right. aren't other huge game selling portals. Well, the thing about Steam that I find is interesting is it has such a vast library on there. But if you were to just go by the featured content on the store, you would only think there's 100 games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's always the same fucking games over and over and over again. Yeah. Is, is all I see. So I just, I don't know. Yeah, and they're, they're trying to do other ways to kind of mix that yeah. up. Um, apparently, they're making big changes to the curators program oh, really? to make that a little bit more nicer for people to become curators and actually show a interesting, diverse list of games for pe- their followers to right. be recommended. Okay. Yeah, because uh, John Bain, uh, cynical Brit, that's his name, right? Something Bain? Yeah. I think so. Anyway, he's one of the biggest ones. And, like, he doesn't even. He is, like, he, the he biggest thinks it's one. Funny, he has does another he not? one he manages yeah. that's, like, third biggest or something. Yeah. It's kind of funny. But, yeah, he's. Yeah, he doesn't like the curator program as it is. Um, hopefully, these improvements kind of address some of his problems. I haven't seen a response from him yet. Right. But, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's an interesting one, and I'll be interested to see how it shakes down. Now, speaking of games that are on Steam, <laughs> we got Kerbal Space Program. And if you don't remember, this was an early access for the longest time. Now, this game here is a classic for me, at least. This this is what made me think, shit, maybe early access can be okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a space simulator game, so it has, like, not ac- I don't know if the physics are super accurate, but they're super in-depth. Yeah. And you have to make a rocket, and then you have different objectives for what you want to do. And, like, you get some wacky stuff happening sometime. Anyway, this uh, game or the IP or what was it exactly? Um, I think it was the dev team. Okay, the dev team entirely. Yeah, and it's been game. acquired yeah. by Take-Two Interactive. Now, if you don't know of them, we got GTA 5. You know, like, y- y- you yeah. know of Take-Two. You do. Yeah. You just may not know that you know. So they own Rockstar. Yeah. Right? And uh, yeah, so they're fucking big. Yeah. Is basically what we're to take away from that. Now, what do you take away from this purchase? I think this is interesting. Um, Well, given 
that we heard about the Kerbal Space Program developers not being paid very well. Yeah. I hope this helps that. I would think... Does Take-Two not have a good reputation? Um, Rockstar, in particular, I know, doesn't have the best for, like, overtime and that kind oh, okay. of shit, but yeah, pay yeah, yeah, yeah. is generally typical. Right. So, hopefully, you know, they're at least getting typical pay now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> on top of working overtime. Yeah, because they're making minimum wage or something. Yeah, like for Monkey really Squad, small right? Amounts. I think it's the name of the yeah. studio. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. That's that's interesting. I I hope we get something big out of this because I really like your ball, but it just didn't quite have the the polish that it needed. Mm-hmm. And I think it could have a lot of rough edges, sand, sanded off, and be fucking massive. Yeah, like a humongous game. So I don't know. I I really hope it doesn't. Like when I was playing with my brother, I was like, why is this not in schools? You know, <laughs> like I mean, sure it has to be improved a bit, but it's like. We were talking about things that, like, you'd think you would learn in school. Like, my brother at the time was, I think, in grade seven or something, grade mm-hmm. seven or eight. And mom was like, wow, you're learning some advanced stuff. He's like, actually, I'm learning this from a video game. We were, like, we were trying to figure out the right, like, ratios of uh, weight to thrust that we had to produce to then get to the proper uh, Apple apps that we needed to get to then <laughs> set off a, uh, a thrust to then create an orbit to go around a certain area and we were like explaining this to my mom and she's just like wow like this is really in-depth stuff like your teacher must be doing great he's like no it's a video game you know what i mean so yeah. like i don't know it it for th- that also for me was like an example of like shit video games can teach you shit yeah so i don't know i they may not be taking it in the edutainment t- kind of way of things but i don't know it certainly is that though yeah it <laughs> the is same time. it definitely is yeah yeah, so I don't know. I'll be interested to see what comes away from that. Now, if mm-hmm. it seems like we're kind of zipping through topics, we are because our last topic is going to be a long one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, Monument Valley 2, it's out. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? They just like stealth launched that shit. I know. It's hilarious because there was like the WWDC, which is like the Apple yeah, 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 yeah. thing. And yeah, they just they were just kind of like casually like, yeah, Monument Valley 2 now available on iOS. Yeah. And they were like, what? because <laughs> <laughs> Monument Valley 1 was one of those games it was like one of those games that was like oh shit okay mobile games can be real cool yeah was basically what came from. I never played it but a lot of people thought it was sweet I never played it either but yeah it did win a whole lot of awards and holy shit that, that game looked pretty it looked real pretty like really kind of simple design and stuff too yeah. which is sweet yeah the only thing I know about it is uh, in House of Cards it was built into one of the plots from one of the episodes. Oh, kind really? Of. Yes. The, Weird. Uh, <laughs> Frank is looking for uh, like a speechwriter, kind of, and he reads a video game review made by uh, one of these characters. I forget the guy's name, Tom something. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a review of Monument Valley. <laughs> so he's like, wow, I like this guy. I want to go with him. So then he recruits him because of that. So that's my only Weird. knowledge of the game. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Very little. It's a puzzle game, but you know it's probably worth worth checking out. It is also on Android as well. Yeah, because it's real pretty. Now we got the X-Bone Scorpio <laughs> dev kit video. What Did you watch this one? No, I didn't. It's kind of... The fact that it exists, Like I find that interesting because there's been pretty much no time ever that like one of the console manufacturers have been like, hey, here's a public video like showing off or dev kit and how cool it is and all the features we put into it. Yeah. But Microsoft decided to do it for the Scorpio thing. And I'm, I'm not exactly sure why, but I'm so glad it exists. Because, like, it's cool to see. Like, it's awesome to see that stuff. 
I guess like they were explaining like all the decisions behind like the differences with the dev kit compared to what like a normal Scorpio console is mm. and uh, saying how much more powerful they made it and all these extra little features they put on it. Like one of the craziest things is like there's a little like screen on the front of it. Okay. Um, And like five buttons. So like with these buttons, like the game can like take them to like do various like testing things with or like display information to the screen. The developers can choose whatever they want to go onto that screen. Um, They could do something as simple as, you know, just displaying the FPS on that little screen on the console. Oh, um, that'd be nice. To yeah. something as complicated as actually displaying the game's view through that screen. Really? Yeah. Like, you know, they have all all the choices of what they want to do there. And uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. So I guess Microsoft kind of got into a little bit. One thing that they do when they're developing consoles and hardware and stuff is uh, they have this dolphin program thing that they do, which is just these dolphins kind of swimming around in a circle. Mm-hmm. Um, what they did is they made the buttons on the front like either add or remove dolphins mm-hmm. swimming around in the circle um, and you know it also they also made a display on like the front screen okay yeah which is super super cool and they they explained how they put like one terabyte SSD drive in there and how they made this special dongle so that they can get like it's gonna super... come with a one terabyte SSD the dev kit oh okay yeah, yeah. Um, and a dongle like so that they can get super quick transfer rates because mm. I guess for the regular Xbox One if they wanted to deploy to console that was like 10 minutes uh, straight up 10 minutes every time they needed to deploy changes to a console that would suck yeah it's, it's pretty brutal so I guess this brings it down to like 2 minutes which is pretty nice yeah 5 times faster yeah it's decent yeah it's yeah, it kind of cool fun video to watch but I don't know also like yeah why, why did they put it out I feel like it was kind of just like Trying to build up a little bit of Scorpio hype just just before E3. I feel like they're just going to jizz all over that whole E3 <laughs> thing. Speaking of E3, we got some predictions, Kev. Mm-hmm. Listen, we got uh, we got everyone doing conferences. Yeah. We're going to go through kind of some predictions of what we think is going to go down. Yeah. These are wild-ass speculations for mm-hmm. the most part. Uh, I think we're going to go well, – we, we talked about this beforehand – like an, an educated guess kind of thing, of what we think is actually going to be there, then like a, oh, God, that'd be sick. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. So now the first one, oh, we got EA. <laughs> you, you can do that. I'll, I'll skip. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think, I hope that we hear something about Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably likely, maybe. Um, they may, I don't know what they're actually going to talk about. I mean, probably sports games. We always get sports games. Mm-hmm. They, they always exist. Um. As far as I mean, we're gonna see some uh, some Battlefront. Stuff. Yeah, they said there's going to be a Battlefront two gameplay. And uh, yeah, I would imagine that they would show story content because that's a heavier focus for this game. Um, now, did they tease this year's battle uh, Battlefield yet? No, we're not getting a Battlefield. We're getting Battlefield next year, right? Mm. Um, sorry, I just don't really follow EA that closely. Nothing personal, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking probably Dragon Age. I don't think they're going to touch on the Mass Effect. I, I'd be interested if they would launch some Mass Effect DLC, but given it's like... I don't know. They probably have DLC in the can, I would think, right? Like I this, don't know. this would be the time to say it, but 
it had such a negative backlash that I don't know. <laughs> would you just want to avoid that bomb altogether? They're probably going to talk about DLC. That's that's what I'm going for. So DLC and Dragon Age are kind of my my locked in. Yeah. Probably going to happen. It's wild as out of this world. Wild out of this world. I'm trying to think of some crazy IP that they have that hasn't hasn't been touched in a long ass time. You know what? Okay, it's not a crazy IP, but. I'd like to see a new Sims game. I didn't even play Sims 4, but you know, I would just, I don't know, Fair fucking enough. bring it back. Make it less crazy because Sims 4 looked like, it looked like it had too much going on. It was it took away from the simplicity of it all. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it looked like there was way too much there. So, you know, if they come down swinging dicks saying, we're making another Sims game, motherfucker, I'd be into that shit. <laughs> they still own Maxis, right? Yeah, I think they do. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be dope. I'd be into that. Now, Kev, we got Microsoft next. What do you what are you saying? What do you think? Microsoft. Yeah. Um, so I think the most sane I don't know. I don't know if it's a most sane guess, but I think uh they'll reveal Halo six. They said it's not gonna be there. They said it wasn't gonna be there? Wasn't that confirmed? Not even like some little teasy reveal. I'm because it's gonna sh- be next year. I don't know, man. I thought they said it wasn't gonna be there. That is rude, Microsoft. I do not appreciate the language um yeah so there will most definitely be a shit ton of scorpio stuff you know they're making this cool big powerful console so i'm sure they're gonna do lots and lots of that um kind of interested to see if they have any uh like okay it may be there i don't know i'm i'm now i'm now all confused sorry yeah i'm not able to Mm. I think it may be there. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I thought I heard something about it not being there. Anyway. Um so yeah, I think Scorpio stuff, I think potential for remastered versions of maybe some loved okay. games. Would it be like, hey, let's truly get this Scorpio power shining through. Okay. Um so something like that would be pretty freaking awesome. My wild out of this world guess which is mostly wild because they said no explicitly, is a Halo 3 remaster. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think we're going to get it? No, I don't think it makes any sense. But I want it specifically with Halo 3 multiplayer, untouched other than the 60 FPS change. Was that not on the Master Chief collection or am I wrong? It was, but like muddied and that thing launched like shit. Nobody plays it anymore. <laughs> Just make it better. Do it right. Do it right. Just Stop do it good. Stop fucking with my halos. Do it good. Okay. So, um, hmm. What am I gonna? I don't know much about Microsoft. Uh, you know, big old Sony fanboy. Yep. I think they're gonna update Paint. No, I'm just joking. Uh, okay. So we got. What's gonna be a logical thing for them to do? Well, one thing I didn't talk about is like, yeah, they've been pushing like the Xbox, Micro, and Windows kind yep. of crossover. So, yep. Maybe yeah. we'll see more of that stuff. We're definitely gonna see more of that. I think I think they're gonna talk about that a bit. As far as I don't know, I'd like for, okay, I have I have my out of this world kind of prediction. Mm-hmm. But um as far as I think they're going to announce a further partnership with Oculus involving now this is not my out of the world one. Mm-hmm. This is like I think I think this could happen involving Scorpio. I think Scorpio has enough power to be able to actually make this more of a reality to be like, oh, yeah, you know, so we're we're doing this for higher fidelity gameplay, sure, and for 4K gaming, but you know that we're in bed with Oculus a little bit. 
Let's talk about that. Yeah, there hasn't been too much about that recently. But... No, we haven't heard shit about it. You know, they've been yeah. so quiet about that. And I would be interested to see how that really ties into everything. And with them, you know, trying to connect the PC and the, the Xbox One to proliferate that brand a bit, I, I don't see why not hop into VR. You know, you got your VR on your PC, you got your VR on your Xbox. Like, Wild out of this world predict- prediction. Yeah. Oculus announces a new headset that goes with it. <laughs> that would be the Rift bold. <laughs> Probably piss a lot of people off. I don't know. <laughs> that would be bold. Now, as far as my out of this world prediction, you know, Cuphead been fucking delayed a million times on the E3 f- fucking mid conference, and it's out Drop right it. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's out right now, and yeah. they're just gonna boom, cannons drop the mic, walk away. Yeah, does it have a solid release date yet? No, I don't think so. I feel it's like they'll put one down for it. Continually pushed and pushed and pushed. I, yeah. I don't know. It's it's out right now. And then <laughs> in addition to that, they're also going to be like, hey, you remember that dragon game that nobody cared about made by Platinum? Here, have that too. Yeah. <laughs> that we canned. <laughs> okay, so we got Bethesda next. What do you, what are you thinking, Kev? Um, I think it's going to have to be Elder Scrolls this year, right? You think they're going to... Do you think they're going to do it? Not an Elder Scrolls game coming this year, but, you know, they'll talk about an Elder Scrolls game this year. I don't For know, man. probably next year, maybe. Maybe, maybe they, they'll fit that nice uh, February slot next year. You know year. what, though? They did Fallout so nice and tight, Fallout 4. Oh, they did, yeah. So, they I don't know. They liked that, too. They Everybody liked, liked that. Everybody liked that. Would Ooh. it... I mean, okay, but let's think about it for a second. <laughs> Fallout 4 came out in 2015. Mm-hmm. It's 2017 now, two years. Yeah. Could we could we see it? I don't know. I, I think there's potential there. Maybe. Maybe sweet. Yeah. I would like to find out what they want to do with the next Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Just a general but, direction. That being said, as much as people don't really like it, I'm not into it. ESO is still a thing. Elder Scrolls it's Online true. is still technically a thing. But it was also a thing while Skyrim. Yeah, was popular and stuff too. Yeah, so. so we, I don't know. It, it'd be cool if we saw it. Yeah. So I, I think that's probably a safe bet, baby. Maybe. What What else does Bethesda do? Uh, they're involved in Doom. Uh oh, shit! There was that game that they were probably gonna make. Uh, something Wolfenstein, maybe? Are they not involved in like a? Oh, another heard, Wolfenstein heard talks game. About a Wolfenstein. Yeah, that, that something makes sense like that. To yeah. follow up Doom. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could dig that. That'd be sick. That'd be sick. So now those are realistic. Okay. Pie in the sky. What do you got for me? Oh, fuck pie Fucking in the sky for Bethesda. Yeah, I know. You got to dig deep into the well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if <laughs> I can do it like reasonably deep. Okay. I can do out of this world deep like Bethesda console. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? What the, what the fuck? It would just be buggy as shit. <laughs> So, press the power button the disc shoots out <laughs> but they're like really funny bugs yeah <laughs> okay out, out of this world with the Skyrim like m- user mods package thing they got okay. they have a name for that that I'm forgetting yeah yeah they they announced that they're gonna change it into a full fledged super accessible engine for everybody to make their own Elder Scrolls <laughs> games with <laughs> <laughs> okay and then they <laughs> announce the next Elder Scrolls game will be made using it <laughs> and the next Elder Scrolls game will be made by you <laughs> <laughs> yeah picture's not right now. they don't even have to make games anymore they just let people make games for them <laughs> and then they just pick the good ones and sell them back to them <laughs> yes 
<laughs> okay. Or so, official sponsorship of Touch the Skyrim. Touch the, the Sky- Polygon series. Yes, yes, yes. absolutely. Uh, okay, so for Bethesda, I don't know, man. I'm with you. I think the I think the Wolfenstein thing is a probable. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're gonna hear anything about uh, another Dishonored game or no. I mean, Dishonored two came out. It was kind of, eh. It didn't sell great. So I doubt we're gonna see much more about that. Who's doing? Is it Sticks? Sticks, Master of Shadows. Yeah. Oh. Sticks two. Who is that? I don't know. Okay. I don't know anything about video games. Why would you ask? It's Good like stuff. I host a video game podcast <laughs> or something. No. Um. So yeah. No, I'm definitely with you there. Now, as far as wild. Oh, you know what though. I think they're going to release another fucking mobile game. I'm saying it. Another surprise drop? I think just like so. The Fallout one? Yeah. Skyrim version. That'd be interesting. Where you, I don't know, you're Khajiit and you sell your wares. Yeah. So now, as far as my pie in the sky thing, um, that's a good one. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, I, I, I would like to see a remastered edition of... The first couple Skyrim games, re-released. You mean the first couple, like the no, no, yeah, first, first couple first dungeon crawling ones. Yeah, man. Interesting. I don't know that that's something I would like to see. It's sure it's fucking out there. People probably would made be on into the it. Doom engine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, made on the Doom engine. <laughs> Fuck you, Khajiit! Boom, his head explodes. <laughs> it's fucking gnarly. <laughs> okay, Kev, what do you got for Devolver? I don't know. They're newcomers. So they it's are like, newcomers. It's, it's a little bit more difficult. We don't know what to see. Um, my safe bet is they're going to announce some indie games. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> this guy right here. Um, I don't know. Like the fact that they got main stage makes me feel like they have some sort of larger announcement. So right. I, my guess is that they're going to present some sort of program for indie game developers. Okay, that That's, makes sense. Yeah. That's my guess. Some sort of like funding type program. Right. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Or a publishing type program too. Yeah. You know, that's something they'd be good at. <laughs> so I think something something along those lines is probably why they decided to get a big stage. Right. I don't know. Or maybe they're just really pushing all the games they have coming. Okay. Um, now, what's your ridiculous? My ridiculous pie in the sky is... They're announcing a partnership with Steam. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know where to go from this. Something. Half the Steam front page is just default for digital <laughs> games. <laughs> no one would be upset at all. So now, uh, as far as me i don't know man uh devolver's a weird one because they have so many small games that you don't even think about a lot right i know and like yeah they come and go pretty quickly through that uh devolver digital main page oh yeah yeah they just zip on through so i think there's going to be some maybe you know what okay i think they're going to have announcement with maybe a bigger studio yeah maybe maybe a bigger project of like uh taking on a double a game kind of thing like sure not a fucking massive Call of Duty or anything like that, like not a big AAA, but like something in the THQ realm. You mm-hmm. know what I mean from back in the day. Yeah. So I don't know. I I think I think legitimately they're going to maybe do something like that. Yeah. And I don't know what that means for the indie scene. 
Because it's like, well, shit, what are we actually competing with here? But I don't know. That That's what I think we're going to see something of. I hope it's not. But mm-hmm. I think that could be the step of maybe they want to take as a company to become bigger. Now, as far as my pie in the sky, picture this, Kev. <laughs> They're on the stage, okay? Yeah. And from the sky, you just you have smoke everywhere, right? You can't even see, but a, f- a figure is coming down. And it's big. And it's round. Is it Kevin? And it hits... The ground, okay, and it hits yeah. there slowly, and it the angelic music is playing, and you hear it up, put it put it put it and you look, and it's a big potato, and out <laughs> comes a fucking fist, and he rips his way out of there, and it's Jay Collins too, and he says, "I know it just came out, but Space Plan Two, motherfucker, that that is what's gonna happen. That'd be beautiful. That is confirmed, just as confirmed as Half Life Three, okay." <laughs> Now, PC gaming show. I don't know. Did you watch this one last I've year? I've never seen it in my life. The fucking sh- I don't know what thing it means. they put on last year was weird. Like Day Nine was hosting it, and that was cool because I don't know. I like him, but like it was just this kind of rambly thing. It was just random PC part makers and yeah developers talking about PC gaming stuff, and like they didn't really announce much of anything. Yeah, and given that Computex just happened, there's already sort of announcements. I don't know. I expect slightly more details on Threadripper and Intel's X series CPUs. Okay. That's it. I don't I, I'm not even gonna throw my hat in the ring and I don't even think there's any point in going for an out of this world. No, out of like, this world. Fucking Gaben shows up and drops Half Life Three. There you go. <laughs> There's only one copy. It's like that fucking Wu Tang album. <laughs> and he just throws it into the crowd, and one kid gets it. Yeah. That's that's it. <laughs> so next we got Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Do you say Ubi or Ubi? I say um, Ubi. Oh, I say Ubi. Ubisoft. Okay. Uh, so we got Ubi. What are you thinking? Um. When did they say the next Assassin's Creed was coming? Was that this, this year? This year. Okay, definitely a lot of information on that. Yep. Given that they actually waited a little bit of time before releasing it. Yep. Um, I th- think I expect a new IP again. Another IP? Yeah. They wow. like They like doing it, which is good. Okay. So, yeah, I expect another one despite the... What was that one last year? Watch Dogs. Was, no. Oh, uh, the division. No, it was a year before. Fuck, I'm getting old. It's the. Uh, it took place in Florida, I think, and it's a little GTA like, but mafia related. Do you recall this one at all? Mafia Three. Oh, that was Mafia Three. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm stuck okay, in- that was not a new IP. <laughs> no, not at all. Fuck. I mean, it wasn't even Yubi. <laughs> Yeah, am I thinking of a different game? Like, just get my brain I don't know. totally mixed up. That's funny. <laughs> um, anyways, I don't know. I expect expect some sort of form new IP. I hope, I hope they do a little bit more of the uh, kind of indie partnership stuff. Okay. So I know they do that, where they do some publishing for some promising looking indie games, and those are normally pretty pretty pleasant surprises. Okay. Um, I don't know what what to do for out of this world. You don't need to come up with one. No. I don't know. I don't know what, what what great IPs do they have? Rayman. Rayman. Yeah, I want to see a Rayman 3D game. A 3D game. The 2D games are legendary, man. Just keep fucking making 2D Rayman games. I know, but like they're just just gonna look at Banjo, don't no, ukulele, and just be like, "Fuck, 3D is back." 
I don't know if ukulele <laughs> really set the world Rayman on fire. Platformer. <laughs> I don't. I don't know about that. <laughs> That's my pie in the sky. So awesome. So mine with Ubi, I do think you're right in the new IP, but I also think we're getting a division sequel. That's my guess. The division That's started yeah, off probably. not too bad, but over time it's gotten significantly better. I heard through updates, and it actually has a bigger player base now. Mm-hmm. So I I think now would be a good time to be like, hey. Listen, we're looking at doing it again, and this time we're really going to kick you in the dick. Yeah. Do I think it's coming out this holiday season? No, probably not. I think they're going to be aiming for maybe Q4 or Q1 of next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Q4 of this year, I mean, uh, and Q1 of next year. Um, yeah, so I think that's something we're probably going to get. As far as pie in the sky, I don't know. If I saw something with Rayman, I'd be a very happy person. I doubt it, but I would really like to. Now, moving on, we got Sony, Kev. What do you think about that? Um, interesting. Okay, okay. Because they had such a big show last year. They said they're going to do it the same style. Exact same? Like, just match what they did last year? Or do they want to up one-up it? Well, like, they're probably going to one-up it, but it's like that showcase style. Like, not press conference you know? Okay, so if they're doing it the same as last year, almost every game that they talk about will release in 2019. Okay, okay. They will do live-action orchestra to last of us last of us part two okay yeah. which will be weird as fuck yeah <laughs> yeah that'll be <laughs> real like, what, weird what does that orchestra even look like <laughs> like the odd sound <laughs> yeah just, <laughs> just a guy Some getting people up to mics making zombie noises <laughs> and it's just a guy getting punched in the gut <laughs> 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 that'd be great my wife yeah <laughs> Yeah, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> my brain just went so good. Fired shotguns into the so crowd. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> oh, God. And people just with t shirts. I survived the Sony press conference 2017. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think we got the pie in the sky down okay. already. <laughs> uh, I think something that's. Maybe a little out there, but it's pretty reasonable in my mind, is uh, um, Horizon 2. What? <laughs> yeah. It just came I out. I know. I think they're going to right announce there. that it is a thing. Fuck I don't no. think they'll show any details, but I think they'll confirm, yes, we are making a sequel. If we're getting that at any point, it may be PSX. I doubt it, but I would say next year at the very, at the closest, you're... Whoa. Man, I don't know. I think you're nuts. I think they'll confirm it. They'll confirm it. Yeah. Release date and everything. No. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But it's existence. The game yeah. just came out. The game doesn't even have any DLC. DLC would be a better con- idea to go for, ding knob. I hate people <laughs> announcing DLC, so. It's probably going to happen. I know, but I'll pretend in my happy place that <laughs> it's DLC actually gonna- does not get announced at giant fucking conferences. <laughs> okay that's an interesting one wow yeah okay um so i think i don't know i think a lot of things i think uh what's the game that's gonna lead the show it could be a couple things dame's days gone i feel like is uh they're saying it's gonna be a 2017 game so oh, yeah? I think I think we're gonna get a heavy focus on Days Gone. That's the uh, the Sony Bend game out of Oregon. There, mm-hmm. um, so I'm really hoping we'll see a lot of content out of that. 
Uh, you know what? I think it's about time to see what the fuck that co- game company's been working on. It's been that a long time. That would be fucking nice. You know, and I, I think that's something we're going to see. Um, I, I think... I, oh, I'm shit, I got freaking more ideas, too, now. Yeah. I'm what, also, do you, what do you think of God of War? Uh, it's supposed to be coming out this year, is it not? Yeah, there's been, like, murmurings that, like, delay. Getting pushed? Probably. Yeah. Probably. So, yeah. My, my prediction is 2018 for that. Okay. But... Old rumors that I would love to see um, be, I don't know. Brought to fruition. That thing. Yep. Bloodborne 2. I've heard of this. Who would make it? From Soft. You think and so? From, from like uh, Miyazaki's interviews, like there's one of the games he's describing sounds potentially like that. Mm-hmm. Given that there has been rumors that they were actually contracted for two Bloodborns. Yeah. I don't know. And I, th- I think if a Bloodborne 2... Two will be a thing. They'll announce it here. Mm. Otherwise, probably just never gonna come to light like that. Yeah, uh, Bloodborne Two is a good one. I also think it would be nice to finally. I don't know. We gotta. They gotta convince us about dreams because mm-hmm. we've heard so much about this. And like maybe if Sony doesn't have a lot of confidence in it, then I don't think we're gonna see it until PSX. And I think it's gonna because like this game's been floundering for so long. Yeah, and I think. With games and art, I think they went way too far art and not <laughs> far enough into the game. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I don't know. It's it's very it's a difficult game to show to people. Um Oh, they could announce what Team Eco's doing just to make sure they're there's they get their full full length of time. <laughs> Team Eco? <laughs> yeah. Their fucking game just hobbled out. <laughs> I know. Good God. I, I just yeah. want their, ne- their next game has to beat that record of like oh, 10 yeah. years or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We announced it. It's totally going to come out in two years. Yeah. yeah. Now, if fucking Kojima comes out again, I swear to God, I'm going to lose it. I, we don't need to hear about Death Stranding. That's not coming out till 2019 at I the feel earliest. Like it's so likely, though. If he comes out, fuck off. Like, make your fucking game. Stop showing us weird shit. You know? I don't know. I don't need to see any more of it. Yeah. I don't. I don't at all. Um. Okay. They can announce, like, another star actor, though. Yep. I think this this would be a big year if the, that other shit I announced was actually legit. But I think Sucker Punch is going to announce the new IP. Oh, yeah? I think so. And I think we're going to see more from the Spider-Man game. Oh, I definitely want to see more of the Spider-Man oh, yeah. game. I want, I want like full, full confirmation. Just and webs trust all up in your that face. That game will be Spider-Man Two made new. Yeah, I, I, I have great confidence in Insomniac uh, pulling that one out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think we're gonna see the new product, or I don't know, is it gonna be an infamous game from Sucker Punch? I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm thinking a new IP. I'm thinking taking it a different direction. Whatever they're gonna do. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be their one more thing, I think. Now, pie in the fucking sky. So we saved the Bandicoot last year. That's that's what happened. Yeah. The Bandicoot has been saved. I'd like to save the Spyro, personally. Bring him back. <laughs> Bring him back and get him back in, in the helm of fucking uh, Insomniac, you know? Yeah. Get them to make a new Spyro game. <laughs> be weird. No. Um, I don't know. A spiral remaster would be nice. Yeah. And Patapon. Let's just yeah, all the Patapons. Let's go with that. How many okay. te- how many teams does Naughty Dog have? Uh, do they have two teams? They do, but they say they're not splitting anymore. 
So they uh, did okay. between Uncharted 3 and Last of Us, but they say they're not doing that anymore. <laughs> so they're full on Last of Us Part 2. And the uh, Last of Us standalone DLC, or no, un- Uncharted standalone DLC that's coming out this year. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay. What do we got for Nintendo as their direct thing? Um. So there's been rumors of like Smash 4 coming to the Switch. Makes sense. I feel like. Not even rumors. There's leaked pictures. Yeah, like um, definitely gonna happen. So yeah, I feel like that's that's pretty pretty confidently up there. Um, I don't know. Thankfully, they just got Zelda. We should see more Super Mario Odyssey. I think this is their big time to show off a lot of Odyssey, which would be pretty sweet. And I don't know. I'm trying to think of their IPs and like I just think. Of IPs that I love, so I think I'm just gonna write, go right to the pie in the sky. Okay. Next F Zero game. Woo! <laughs> you think we're gonna get it? No, it'll never no. fucking happen. But never gonna happen. I don't know. That's like the whole fucking bakery in the sky. Yeah. Okay. But all, we need it. All the things they just don't know. But they we need it. Just don't know that we need it. Um, I don't know. I would like to see from this uh, Pokemon thing that they're doing too, right? Is that tied into that at all? The Pokemon Direct thing? You heard about this? No. I'm just going to go ahead and lump it in because I don't know anything about Nintendo. Um, that we're going to get uh, a console kind of like a Switch-based Pokemon game. And it's like going to be Pokemon Stars. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd be real into that. Yeah. They just announced Pokemon Tournament and uh, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Oh. Which, oh, that was from the Pokemon thing then. Shit. Yeah. Well, eh. And then my uh, my out there is going to be Pokemon Snap on the Switch, because how awesome would that be? That would be sweet It fuck. makes so much sense. It made sense with the Wii U, too, and they didn't do that. Well, it kind of made sense with the Wii U, yeah. but who was taking that thing from their house? No one. It's not meant to do that, right? It's true. The Switch is meant to be on the go, you know? Mm-hmm. You go out, you're sitting somewhere with your lovely lady friend, maybe you're canoodling a little bit, boom, mm-hmm. out pops a Porygon. You got to snap a picture of that motherfucker. I just want a full-on legit theme park. Okay. Like you take an actual camera okay. and you take a picture of the CGI, not CGI, uh, animatronic Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of your little <laughs> cart ride, yeah, you give them to the counter and then they develop pictures for you. Okay. And then there's a super judgy old man. Dressed up like Professor Oak. He's like, good, terrible, good, good. <laughs> Through each of your pictures. And <laughs> he just judges you. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a great theme park. That'd be awesome. But I guarantee it would be all hunky-dory until some asshole is trying to get the perfect shot and just leans too far out of the cart and then just fucking falls and dies. <laughs> falls into the Charmander lava pit. <laughs> <laughs> It's the last we saw of Jim. <laughs> He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So that's what we got there. Wow, we went longer the tooth in this segment, but I knew we were going to. So yeah. now, this week, Kev, we're playing a game. We play indie games. That's what we do here. It's and true. this week, we played Gone Home. don't know about Gone Home. It came out in 2013. It's made by Fulbright Studios, a team of only six people. It's true. And the head founder of the studio 
Uh, Steve Gaynor, mm-hmm. former level designer on Bioshock Infinite, Kev. Now, I'm going to be honest with you fabulous folks out there. I haven't played this game in about a year and a bit. I wanted to play it this week, never got time to. So it's I still know about the game and I know about how to do things and, and all that crap. But Kevin it's a pretty just simple game. played it. Yeah, I played it last night. Okay. Precious fuck. Now, remember, guys, we're doing no spoilers until we say we're going into spoilers of the game. And Which is probably going to be pretty soon because it's a story-heavy game. Yeah, but try and go into this game spoiler-free. I definitely recommend it. Yes, for sure. Okay. So, yeah, the basic gist of the game. Hmm. So this is just a walking game. It's you walk w- around. Yep. And in a ha- in a house, uh, and uh, yeah, you can interact with objects. You can kind of look at them. Uh, they kind of feed you story elements and stuff. And that is the progression of the game. Is just get more story elements by exploring more of the house, seeing more of the items and stuff. And yeah, maybe super light puzzle elements. A little bit, like some something will tell you something else, and it's like. Oh, there's a secret door here. Like you, you yeah. learn things of that of like, because uh, it's 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 almost like an audio diary thing, kind of. You yeah. pick up an object and you're like, oh, I remember the time so and so did this, or you're reading someone's letter, yeah, or something like that. So it uh, and then it takes you to different parts of the house, mm-hmm. and basically the way the game starts off, like this is the very beginning. You get home and you've been gone to, I assume college. Uh, no, I think your character was traveling. Yeah, they were traveling. They get home, yeah. and no one's there. So, you know, they look under the ducky, and there's the key, and they go into the house, and yeah. like, where the fuck is everyone? And that's what you're trying to figure out. Now, after this point, I imagine we're going to get into spoilers, so, you know, this is your time to duck out. Okay, Kev, what do you think about the story? What do we got here? What are you thinking? So, it's kind of interesting because there's a few different story threads yeah. going on here. There's the main one with the sister, Sam. Mm-hmm. Um where you know you you actually get voiceover clips as you pick up items kind of related to what she's been up to in the past yeah. you know year while your character has been gone and um yeah what you're really trying to do is like find all the places in the house she's kind of affected and left these notes for you right. i guess because she couldn't talk to you since you're all about traveling in europe i think it was um she's been writing kind of a diary for you just kind of keep track of her final year of high school i think yep um and yeah she'll just kind of narrate what's up with her life and yeah so i guess you know what it is is she talks about boys and stuff yep a little bit and you know she's always felt kind of meh about them talks about the neighbor boy and you know it's just kind of a normal thing and then starts talking about this this one girl a lot that she wants to become friends with and mm. You know, how this girl kind of wants to become friends with her, too, which is weird because I guess the house they're from is, like, called the Psycho House because one of their past relatives. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, I basically just learned that uh, your sister Sam and this girl, Lonnie, kind of start up a relationship over time. Mm. And, you know, you get to kind of travel with the sister as she comes to realize that, like, She's interested in girls and how her relationship kind of grows with Lonnie over time and, you know, where it ends up. And, you know, I, I, I found the journey kind of really fun. It's really, really cute because it's, you know, it's kind of high school first crush type thing. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's pretty awesome. And I don't know. What, what, 
What did you think of the ending? Because I thought the ending was interesting because it sounded like they were going away, running like eloping, basically. Right? Yeah. If I remember correctly, they yeah. Ran off on their own. They ran off on their own, and that's what your parents are doing. Are <laughs> like, oh shit, where the fuck is Sam? <laughs> like, yeah. That's kind of what's going down when you get home. So yeah, they they ran off on their own, and uh, yeah. I don't know, man. It uh, it definitely hit me in a way that I didn't expect, even though I already knew the ending and everything like that, because I'm curious about you, though. Did you go in... What did you, what kind of game did you think this was? Because I think the hope that they had, what like the assumption that they made when people would start this game is that they think it was a horror game. Which is a terrible thing for them to have done. You think so? Yeah. I, I don't like that. And, you know, so the only things I knew about this game going in is... You had mentioned that it's creepy, but not really horror. Um, it's more like a, st- a story game that you really, really liked. Yeah. So I kind of knew that going in. Um, I started playing it and had a uh, <coughs> Discord chat open with a uh, coworker people. Okay. And they had mentioned that you know they thought it was going to be a horror game going in and yeah. turned out not to be, and they were kind of grumpy at that. Oh, I was pumped. I fucking hate horror games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but like you know, it's expect expectation of what you're getting into. Right. And, um, yeah, I, I don't think it's a good thing for a game to kind of present itself as a horror game and turn out to not be a horror game. Right. Just like it's not good to present yourself as, like, I don't know, an RPG and turn out to be a sports game. Well, they never said they were a horror game. It just it gives you that vibe at first, It right? tries hard, though. Like, I don't know, and the way it tries is weird. And it's just like, why are you doing this? Like, because the house is dark and creepy and... One thing I do like that the house is dark because it provides this nice mechanic of you turn a light on so you know you explored this place. Yeah. You know, it's kind of this nice little kind of like check mark mechanic that you can do without having to do a fucking check mark on a map. Yeah. Even though that would have been super easy to do in this game. Um, but it wouldn't have been as immersive. <laughs> the game's already kind of immersive breaking with its map. Yeah. Because, you know, it circles things for you and writes things down and all that kind of stuff. But, um,. You know, it's weird that, like, the game isn't a horror game, but yet they do footsteps and the sounds of people manipulating objects in the house. Right. You know, there's lights flickering, too, and I guess, you know, it's thunderstorms is a little more reasonable, but, like, yeah. why did you push it that far? Especially the fucking footsteps. I don't remember hearing any footsteps. Um, <clears throat> so... When you go into the basement and come up the other side, mm-hmm. um, you come out through a door like behind what was previously a locked door, like a yeah. secret wall yeah. door thing. And there's a thing on the table across the way. You'll probably go read that after opening up the locked door or not. Yeah. Either way, whenever you go to read that, they do footsteps, sound of a rail creaking, and then they flicker lights. Okay. And this is like halfway through the game. Right. You know what the game is already. You know it's not a horror game. Or if they change it to that at this point, then you're going to be fucking pissed because it's like, what? Why? Yeah. And like, I don't know. It was really annoying to me that they did fucking like horror sounds in this game that didn't need it. Like there was, there was a bunch of sounds that were, were fine. Like, you know, sounds of trees creaking or like, you know, thunder. You know, right. that stuff is creepy, but it made sense given the context. But like sounds that were obviously man made. Like Okay. Why? Anyways, yeah. Stop complaining about that. <laughs> um 
That was probably my biggest gripe with the whole game, to be fair. Really? Yeah. Footsteps. I don't know. It just, it just didn't make sense to me. I get you. I get you. Um, yeah, what's kind of interesting is uh, a bigger part, the uh, Sam's music taste yeah. plays in the game. Like, you pick up these uh, little... Um, Cassette tapes and kind of put them into cassette machines all over the place. Yeah, and you get to listen and yeah, and you, li- you listen to them and stuff. And I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the Riot Girl music. Okay. Um, and the game is shockingly loud with it sometimes. Yeah, like you put the cassette into like this little like tape recorder thing, <laughs> and it's full fucking volume. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, there's there's a few signs that the game is made kind of quick in Unity. Um, it uses the default sound attenuation okay which is not like real life at all it's kind of useful for like shooter games where you want for when you want the player to quickly be able to position sounds right like the default attenuation is good for that not so good for music in a room because if you're facing like the thing playing music then it's just way louder than if you're facing away from it right each footstep you can tell it to like quiets the music a noticeable amount it's not how music works in an actual room right yeah Um, gotcha which is kind of funny and the game has a bunch of that stuff that shows that it was kind of made quickly and i don't really mind it's not the point of the game to be this physics real yeah thing but that's not what people are going in for yeah but i don't know kind of kind of funny and kind of kind of noticeable by times and, you know, sometimes I do wish it could do a little bit more. Like, one point you make it to the kitchen, and, like, I opened up the fridge, and I took, like, a Coke bottle, and, like, I knew it wasn't going to do anything, but, like, I sputtered around and then threw it, and I just, like, <laughs> wanted to see it explode. Like, that would have been hilarious. But uh, That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of cool that you can pick things up and throw them. I don't know. Just that simple, simple yeah. kind of physics feels good to do, like, no matter what, what kind of importance it actually yeah, plays exactly. in the game. Yeah, but if um, it did explode, you'd be floored. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's one mechanic yeah. in the game. Yep. <laughs> kind of funny. Um, but as far as, like, the actual uh, composed music for the game, mm. actually pretty pretty nice. It is pretty nice. It fits the tone. You yeah. listen to it right now, I'm going to imagine. I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. And there's also side stories of the games, like I kind of mentioned earlier. So there's a main story with the, the sister and Lonnie. Um, but there's also the mom's story and the dad's story kind of going on. Okay. Uh, I, I guess you can get a little bit of story stuff about the crazy relative thing, but I really didn't find that much. I'm not yeah, sure how much You, you got to go deep, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the general of the dad story is like he published this book a long time ago. Right. I remember this now. Yeah. And yeah. then he published a second book and yeah. it wasn't nearly as successful. Yeah. And, you know, he, he kind of stopped writing after that, I guess. Yeah. Um, but then he got this letter from this company that kind of republishes super weird kind of yeah books that they feel should be cult classic type books. And uh, they republished his things. And that got... And they actually did quite well and that got him uh kind of motivated to write again yeah then he wrote another book and sent the manuscript off to these publishers even yeah. though they don't normally publish new books yeah exactly it's like you know please maybe consider it i want to finish out my character's story yeah. type thing so 
that was pretty cool. And the mom storyline, I don't think I quite found everything for it. Um, but I guess she works at like a wilderness conservation type place, and she had one coworker that was she was a little bit, a little bit close to, a little too close maybe. Well, a little too close. Yeah, and that was in the past though, right? Uh, not that far past. Okay, it was okay. within the last year that she went to the oh. concert with the guy. Right. Yes. 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 <clears throat> um. So yeah, I don't know fully what happened there, but like I know the mom and the dad are doing kind of marriage counseling type yeah. stuff, and you know they're not at the house because they're away on like a second honeymoon type thing. Right. Yeah. Trying to figure it all out. Yeah. Trying to trying to save things. So my guess is that. The story kind of goes in the direction that she did actually do something with this guy and kind of confessed and yeah, like hey, let's fix the marriage and you know that's, that's where things end with that. I imagine. Mm. I don't know if you did you go super deep on the. I don't remember that story is like collecting <laughs> um, everything because like I remember it took me two hours to beat it, and I did. Yeah. I felt like I checked every nook and cranny, and I uh, I think I ended up getting to a similar conclusion that you did. Yeah. Um, I didn't find much out about the relative. I think you really got to go deep. Yeah, to get a lot. On I him. found like a few like newspaper clippings type yeah. things, and you know that kind of stuff. So yeah, I do think you need to pick like weird objects up. Now, because uh, you're a game designer, what do you think of the level design of this game? Because I have a feeling, sounding from the way you're talking, it sounds like we both went down very similar paths. But it doesn't really. It's kind of weird that you end up going down those paths in that way. You know what? Like, I, what I like about this game is. It's doesn't feel linear, but it's super fucking linear. Yeah. Which is great. Like, they guide the player into doing what they want the player to do. Yeah. And it gives them this linear story while not, like, choking the player from doing too much. Yeah. Really, what, what the player does is they go down this wing, they explore every room in the wing, and then at the end, they're like, oh, hey, you can go to this other wing now. And I think, like, if you really wanted to, you could probably, like, skip to the end. You can skip to the end. I've beaten the game in a minute. <laughs> nice. You literally, you just go open the door. You go down. You uh, open the trap door yeah. or the secret door right by the staircase. You go up, get the key, go to the the uh, attic. Boom, done. Nice. That's it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like yeah. So like you can you can skip things, but they have the like level design well enough that you're probably going to hit all these different story beats along the way. Yeah. Just because players want to explore all the house. Yeah, exactly. You know, as long as they don't think it's too much of a horror game <laughs> at first. <laughs> I thought it was fucking spooky at first. I was like, when are they going to try and get me? Even yeah. though I knew it wasn't, but I was like, uh-oh, is there something in here? I don't know. Yeah, that was even even for me, too. But yeah. Yeah, know. when I was going down, it was that secret path in the cellar of some type. It was like in a basement, and I was like, uh-oh, there's like candles lit or something. I'm like, something's going to fuck. Yeah, I know. It was like, real sketchy. Looking. When you go down, it was real dark. I remember. There's that. a path between the parents' room and the uh, library that has yeah, like all yeah, the that clippings. Was it. Yeah, and I was like, uh oh, yeah. this is where it goes downhill. Yeah, a little creepy, but but it, it turns out to be nothing. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that was super cool, and like a lot of there's a lot of like cool little shortcuts that take you back to another part of the house super quickly, and like you don't really realize that. Got that Dark Souls style of yep. You know, oh shit, this all connects. <laughs> oh, now I'm here. Right. Yep. So yeah, that, that was that was pretty cool and well done. I feel like it was one of the better aspects of the game, and it means that you can like go pretty much all around the house pretty right. quickly. Yeah, even though it being like quite quite a big little mansion. Yeah, well, I mean, it it 
did it still convey to you this sense that this is a house that someone could live in? Because it did to me. I'm like, it's fucking big, and it's it's like going to your friend's really big house. Like, yeah, it's big and weird at first, but I'm sure after a while it makes sense that like it seems like it could be a livable space. It, yeah, it seemed kind of livable, but I feel like a lot of the props placed in the house were not so great. Okay. More so early on compared yeah. to later on, actually, which is a little bit weird. Okay. But uh, yeah, early on, a few of the rooms were just like, why does, why does somebody have this random study room here right. when like they already have other study rooms and like, How you many know, study that rooms library, yeah. it's like, sure, the guy writes books, but I feel like most people probably would use a library differently because it's a big room. Yeah. Big, massive room. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So yeah. You know, it was, it was pretty cool. Otherwise, and there was there was one uh, kind of big thing that I kind of missed in the game because basically I could choose towards go go towards the ending or go back a little bit and try and figure out. There's a safe. I can figure out a pin for to open it up. I think I did open it. Um, I forget what was inside. Yeah, I, I I saw that and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll come back to that. And then kind of just stumbled into the end of the game. And then you're like, oh, well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, my playthrough ended up being an hour, but I don't think I missed too much other than that safe because I was right. pretty thorough about exploring things. That was the only thing that I really kind of wanted to get back to. Right. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. That was, that was, that was mostly my experience with, with Gone Home. Mm. It's a pretty good game, actually. liked it quite a bit. Would you recommend it? Um. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think if somebody's looking for a little... Little cute short story game. I think it's a good fit. I would recommend it too. I would say though that I didn't know you paid this much for it, but the asking price is a little steep. It is. It is pretty pretty steep. Twenty bucks. Yeah, it's, it's kind of high given the given your length of the game and the depth of the game. But I mean, if I say that, then I'm kind of going against what I normally say. You know, dollar value versus, and I think, I think it's good. I don't know if it's twenty dollars an hour good. Yeah, but it's pretty good. I would I definitely recommend you play it, especially if you can get it on maybe a cheaper sale of some type or something like I that. I'm sure it's in there too. Yeah, absolutely then. I would I would definitely recommend Is it maybe a little high currently due to the console releases this year? Oh, that could be it. Yeah. Last year. So I feel like twenty sixteen. Oh yeah, it is twenty seventeen. Yep. <sighs> well then. Time goes on. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, I feel like that's probably why they're cheapening it too much quite right. yet. They won't they don't want to cannibalize the Xbox One and PS4 sales too much. Which makes sense. Yeah. So, anyway, that's what we thought about Gone Home yeah. next week. One we- special note. Yes. Jonathan Blow was a special thanks in the credits. And I noticed that. And I was like, interesting. Was he involved in production of the game? or He must have helped them out somehow. Which I'm not surprised because it's like from yeah. what I've seen, he's super helpful to other indie devs and stuff. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. The more you know. So this has been Namecast, and this has been our episode on Gone Home. We actually didn't talk about Gone Home that much, only a good 20 minutes or so. But, you know, that's how it goes the week before E3, playing yeah. a small game, talking about a lot of E3 things. That's how it goes sometimes. Next week, we're going to be playing Danger Zone. Mm-hmm. Crazy truck. No, it's not even a truck. It's a car game. It's yeah, basically- so it's the crash mode from Burnout 3 Takedown, more or less. That's almost exactly what it is. So hopefully you guys can play that with us, and that would be awesome. Now, like I said earlier, we are almost at 100 subscribers. So if you want to go over to the YouTube channel, 
Mm-hmm. You can go over, type in Namecast, check that out, and then we'll be able to finally get that URL, youtube.com slash Namecast, and that'll be awesome. So, you know, but if you don't want to, that's fine too. If you want to comment on this video, let us know what you think of the game and let us know maybe what you think we should even play next. Mm-hmm. All those types of things. And if you want to leave us a, now how do the, the other services work? Have we got reviews? Reviews on iTunes. Yeah, you can leave a review on iTunes. You can uh, beat someone with a rock. Don't do that, actually. That's pretty mean. Yeah, beat them with a bag of beans. They'll never see a garbanzo bean specifically. I'm a big fan of garbanzo. (laughs) I don't know what a garbanzo bean. Anyway, guys, we'll see you guys next time (laughs) as we come out every week in our uh, takedown of bonus barrel. It's coming back. Skip the week. It's fine. Okay.